Hello, and welcome to Ask the Expert, where you ask the questions and UCL's finest experts answer them. I'm your host, Roberta Livingston, a Schools Engagement Assistant at UCL East. In this episode, we hear from Abby Chapman, a research fellow at UCL who did a PhD in deep sea ecology. Abby is going to be answering the question, is taking A-level geography worth it? Let's hear what Abby has to say. I'm Abby Chapman. I'm a research fellow at University College London. And all that means is that um, I did a PhD, so a longer period of study that was quite specialised. I did that in deep sea ecology, actually. So I studied life on the seafloor in the bottom of the oceans where there's no light. Um, But when I joined UCL, I started researching life on land. Um, So what I look at now is I spend time mostly on the computer um, mapping and modelling. So I'm using coding languages, but also other computer programmes to look at effectively what the impacts of our food systems are on biodiversity. So the wildlife around us and particularly in South Africa, India and the UK, but also other countries I'm planning to now as well. Uh, So, yeah, you're asking, is A-level geography worth it? Um, Well, my biased first answer would be yes, definitely. But I'm aware that the answer to this actually really varies depending on who you are and what you want to do and what you love. So the first question I'd be asking you to ask yourself is what do you actually love and enjoy? The reason I say that is because at the end of the day, it sounds really obvious, but you're going to be sitting in a classroom, sitting, listening to lessons, reading things, doing the homework doing your exams and it's going to be on a certain subject and it'd be really much much easier for you to commit yourself to that to motivate yourself for that if you actually enjoy it um so I would really think about that before choosing your A-levels because there's a lot of advice that goes around about what's the best A-level and what's what's not such a good A-level and I have to be honest in my experience since all those conversations happened to me too it's actually not been so important in the end. Um, I think a lot of the advice I got at school sometimes was a bit biased towards what would look good at a university, but I'm not entirely sure um, that's always the best advice. Um, I would I think mostly about what you enjoy and what you might want to do in the future. One thing I would flag is if you have a really specific career in mind now, some people do, I didn't, but some people do, um, I would just maybe investigate if you if you have courses that you would need to do at a university or a college after your A-levels that would enable you to start that career and they want specific subjects, make sure you're doing those. So for instance, if you wanted to be a medical doctor or a vet or a dentist, and there are other careers too where this would be um, important to consider, just make sure you've got A-levels that align for that because maybe geography won't fit by the time you've got the sciences they might be asking for, for instance. Um, If you don't have a specific career in mind, geography can be really, really even even better um, than other subjects um, for for a specific reason, really, in that it's sort of more than one subject captured in in geography. Um, So under geography, you have a really rare opportunity to study a real breadth of areas or fields, as they're sometimes called at university. So universities split things into social sciences and life sciences, but what they're actually talking about there is things that you cover in geography. So in your social sciences, you'll be considering things like how people are living, how cities are built, which communities are more vulnerable in the world, how developing how developing nations um, are developing um, and how they're moving forward in things like agriculture and things like urbanisation. Um, you'll also look at economics. So you'll consider things like development are considered under that. But you'll also look at the impacts of different industries on different groups of people. 
And then under life and physical and even chemical sciences, you do things like bits of geology. They won't be called this. They'll be called geography at school, but they'd be split when you got to university. So you do things like geology and study rock formations. You might study a bit of oceanography. Actually, you'll learn about coastal erosion. But if you went to university to study oceanography, you'd learn about that process, too. Um, so if your rocks, your volcanoes, your coasts, your rivers, your flooding, that's often what people think of with geography, that's physical geography. There's also the human geography side that you tend to cover in A-level geography as well. So you're, you're getting a real breadth of understanding. Um, and I also want to flag, I was, I was on a workshop uh, recently with the British Ecological Society. They were asking us to try and make sure how we can capture climate change and what we need to know about climate change in the school curriculum. And when we were doing this, we actually found that most of the climate change science, most of the most up to date research on climate change is taught under geography um, at A-level. It isn't actually captured so much under biology like they thought it might be. Um, so if you're interested in climate change and how there is world's responding to it, how ecological communities, so the wildlife's responding to it, you might find you get to do a bit of that under geography as well. So I'd also, I'd also say if you find you started an A-level like geography and you weren't so sure it was for you longer term, you didn't want to do geography at university or something like that, I mean it opens up other doors. So I did it um, and then I actually did do geography at university because I did really enjoy it. But I did end up also doing oceanography because the university I was at was offering that as something I could do alongside. So I got to study the oceans as well as the land, um, which I particularly enjoyed. Um, and a lot of the people I worked with left to completely different careers as well. Um, it's a really good one for getting into teaching. I find a lot of a lot of my friends ended up doing that, but others work um, for big companies. So some of them work using the mapping skills they developed um, in geography at university um, to basically decide where you could decide where the next big supermarket is going to be or where this town needs to be and considering how it's going to impact nature, how it's going to impact people and where the next base place to use some land is. It's becoming a really important subject and really important skill sets that you learn through it um, for the future of land use in the UK, for instance, or across the world. Um, so I'd say if you if you're thinking, thanks to geography, about how the world works across space in different subjects, in different fields, you're getting what are called interdisciplinary skills. Um, and you might not have come across this word yet, but I promise you it's a word you'll see a lot in the future. They want people um, these days in many jobs that don't just think about one really narrow subject. You can be really passionate about really one narrow subject, but it's really helpful if you can talk to people who are passionate about other ones too. And that might sound really simple, but it can actually be really quite a difficult thing to do if you're not used to having to learn terminology from other subjects or having to think in different ways. And geography prepares you really quite well for that. And also, if you're into um, things like I was describing, you'll learn something um, called geographic information systems. That's something you learn at university level, probably not so much um, during your A-level unless you want to explore it. All that means is you're doing some nice mapping, really. Um, so you're mapping out different things and seeing what overlaps with what, what's causing problems for what, where can things go, where can rivers flow, where might flooding happen? There's lots of opportunities that are made possible by maps. Um, and I'd also say that I think part of the A-levels, I was looking at the um, curriculum now, um, because I'm aware that I went a while ago and I didn't want to be mis giving misleading information. Um, and I noticed there still seems to be um, an aspect of fieldwork, which is great to see. Yes, you might get muddy or you might choose a city based project and not get so muddy. Um, but fieldwork is brilliant for your CV, regardless of what you want to do next, because it, if you didn't know this already and you're thinking of how to write a CV for the future, 
it's an example of teamwork. It's an example that you can organise yourself. And to be honest, it gives the really impression that you probably have a really good attitude. Um, so putting fieldwork on your CV is always, I, I believe, going to be a really good thing um, that employers in all sorts of industries um, and academia and other types of jobs are going to really appreciate. Um, so I'd also bear that in mind. So, yeah, putting your wellies on or donning your clipboard to go on and interview some people is always going to be well worth doing. Um, so do enjoy that part of your project if you do decide to take the Geography A-Level as well. And so there you have it. For Abby, taking A-Level Geography was worth it, as it opened up many doors for her, including the opportunity to study oceanography. And that is the end of this episode. I hope it was helpful. If you wish to submit your own question for an expert to answer, just type in Ask the Expert UCL on your search engine and our website should be the first to pop up. Till next time, thank you.